It is Tuesday the 6th of August. I'm your host Ryan Keir and this is the Quantum Cast. So today we've got a lot of updates. We have a half-year report from Rolls-Royce, another half-year report from Janelle and GPLC. We have an interesting update from the Competition and Markets Authority regarding the merger of Ecolab and Holcam. And to finish that off, we have a in fact an operational update from Argo Blockchain which is a company quite popular in the traders community and this is because of its particular correlation to cryptocurrency pricing or more specifically Bitcoin pricing and that is obviously because the company mines Bitcoins in their sites in Quebec So let's begin with Rolls-Royce Holdings PLC. The company has reported good revenue progress. Group reported revenue for the first half in comparison to the same period last year is up 5%. It's modest growth and for a company selling luxury goods, demand for such goods doesn't necessarily correlate with where we are in the growth cycle economy-wise or how the economy is doing because for some reason we could look back to 2008 Selfridges and Harrods seem to be making money and making a lot of money that is but uh, the company has also mentioned that they have made cost savings for approximately 134 million pounds and they believe that there will be an acceleration of this expected in half two. The company has also mentioned that they are on track for their full year guidance for core underlying operating profit and free cash flow of 700 million pounds plus minus 100 million, which means the second half will likely yield greater results considering the operating profit for the first half has been reported at 203 million pounds. I could summarize this report by saying it does satisfy investors, but at the moment you're not really seeing anything special. There is one interesting statistic that the company wants to up their research and development spending, otherwise known as R&D, had a net spend of 518 million pounds and that was in line with the previous year but they have mentioned in their outlook that they look to improve innovation which obviously comes at a cost but nevertheless the company has a price earnings ratio of about 20 assuming that they achieve these targets as the market capitalization is about 15 billion pounds now we're going to move on to Janelle Energy PLC this company has released its unaudited results for the period ended the 30th of June. These seem to be positive results. Just looking quickly, I can see that production is up for the first half, up from 
32,100 in half 1 2018 to 37,400. Revenue has also increased by 33 million dollars, I believe. Yeah, it's in dollars. From 161 million for the first half of 2018 to 194 million in the first half of 2019. Obviously, that would lead to an increase to EBITDA as costs haven't increased that much for them. And uh, their operating profit is up to $91.9 million, up from $73.3 million in half one 2018. The company has also mentioned that their free cash flow for the first half stands at $56.7 million, which isn't as impressive as before when it was $70 million. But um, nevertheless, the company has mentioned that they've made dividend payments of $27.4 million. And this is a reintroduction of the dividend. As in the previous year, they hadn't paid the dividend at all. The cash stands quite high, in fact, an increase of about $120 million in the cash balance all the way to $350 million. The company could use that to acquire assets eventually in the future, $350 million. In comparison to its market cap, it's quite nice. If I convert their market cap in pounds to dollars, their cash is just under half, I believe. No, actually just over half their market cap which is impressive. Once again, as I mentioned, acquisitions could help boost production and boost cash for the future to maybe acquire further assets, who knows? I think it's really interesting that this company is actually trading on an annual free cash flow yield of circa 20% of its market cap, meaning you'd have to wait about five years to realize the initial market cap of which you invested into the company. However, the company did mention they expect to have their 2019 capital expenditure towards the top end of the 150 to 170 million guidance range. It seems that could be worrying. It would hit the net profit expectations of individual and institutional investors. But I mean, this could be offset by their net production guidance because they've said that in quarter four 2018 they had levels of 36,900 pounds per day taken up the production with uh, capital expenditure increasing and they could likely act to mitigate these effects of an increase in costs or even counteract them. So now we've got a merger update from the Competition and Markets Authority. The CMA has found provisionally, it says here, that Ecolab's merger with Holchem may mean businesses face higher prices at a lower quality of service for their cleaning chemicals. And if we scroll down a little bit, it says the Competition and Markets Authority's in-depth investigation has provisionally found that the merged organization is likely to face limited competition 
from other suppliers, Ecolab and Holchem are two of the largest suppliers of cleaning chemicals to food and drink manufacturers in the UK. The merger will create a new organisation with a market share of 40-50%, to 50%, much greater than any of the remaining competitors. So what we can gather is the CMA find this merger quite risky. It could cause a hike in prices, it could lower food standards and cause a lot of problems in the long run for individual consumers. So it is likely that they're going to block this merger because releasing these concerns likely lead to further investigations. And as we had the recent, I believe, Asda Sainsbury's merger, that was blocked as a result of intervention by the government. In fact, Kirsten Baker, the inquiry chair, said that she was concerned as a result of this merger. She said that prices will go up or quality standards and crucial support services will get worse. Therefore, the CMA has provisionally concluded that the merger is likely to lead to a substantial lessening of competition. And they have also mentioned that uh, they have invited comments from different parties to discuss possible remedies and also the process of it unwinding the deal. And finally, we have an operational update for July 2019, released by Argo Blockchain PLC. This company is a UK-based provider of enterprise-scale crypto mining services, and they are pleased to report this following trading update, which I will summarize right now. The company generated 163 bitcoins, which equates to about 1.36 million pounds at the current exchange rate. It's $11,000, I believe, after yesterday's tumble in the indexes. So, say they generated about £1.5 million worth of crypto assets. And what I like to see here is, those assets were mined at a mining margin of roughly 80%. That's really impressive, 80%. I, I knew somebody who was mining quite a while back in their parents' home. So they were writing the electricity bills quite high, but uh, nevertheless, they were still making money on it. So they were paying it. But um, an 80% margin is quite impressive. I would be interested to see the company's results after all their costs, because assume they're mining 1.5 million pounds a month, you know, 12 months in a year, that's 18 million pounds of income with an 80% margin, that's what, 14, 14 and a half million pounds? I think I'm missing something, I should be missing something. But they have mentioned that they want to expand by having an additional 7,000 mining machines and that they would be delivered by the end of quarter four, 2019. If cryptocurrency prices were to continue at the levels they are now, and potentially rally even further. This could be an interesting thing to look at. I mean, I don't really dabble in cryptocurrency. I've never actually traded on the futures, whether on the long side or the short side. I just had some back in 2013, doubled, moved on. But <laughs> then the returns seem to be 
70 odd times where I'd initially bought but I only accepted just over double but it was simply a punt there is no intrinsic value in any cryptocurrency I could go and make one myself call it the Ryan coin and uh, set it on to unwilling investors with complicated logins and then all the assets will be stuck there and by simple supply and demand prices will rise through the roof <laughs> I think a lot of this money then that is coming in will be used for expansion because Argo blockchain have mentioned that they have a thousand Z11 and 2269 S17 ant miners these are basically their mining devices currently in production in their Quebec facilities they were installed and they were mining ahead of their original schedule. So the company seems to be making a lot of progress. Their executive chairman, Mike Edwards, has said, we are pleased with mining results in July as they demonstrate that we can use our existing investment in people and facilities and add new mining hardware with no increase in staffing and no material increases in non-mining costs. It will be interesting to see any public relations work by this company because a lot of people like to see how the processes work as the company is claiming to generate a lot of cash really impressive I think this is something that I'd like to follow on and see how say the half year results go audited half year results go to determine whether there is value in this investment because if they are earning 14 million pounds a year let's say cryptocurrency prices were to increase obviously they could decrease as well but uh, whether they do crash to three thousand dollars and bounce back all the way from approximately three thousand dollars a bitcoin i am more weighted to the bearish bias only because i still believe a lot of people have been investing into Bitcoin believing that is is the future but actually the process or should I say the underlying infrastructure of Bitcoin which is called the blockchain which people know as cryptocurrency wallets and all of that stuff has a lot of value and that can be used in other cryptocurrencies so it's not necessarily Bitcoin that it's the value driver for individuals it did work as a hedge yesterday when markets were down two and a half percent gold was up three odd percent but uh, cryptocurrencies were up like 10 percent however looking back we don't have enough evidence to suggest that cryptocurrency is a hedge to the markets because there was a period back in 2018 where the markets were down cryptocurrencies were down way over 10 percent and gold was about neutral it wasn't up but it was about neutral which showed that still it was the best hedge there but one would argue cash may have been a better hedge at that period because you didn't lose value with your cash obviously in real terms maybe but anyways with argo blockchain i think investors should follow the difference in their costs in whatever next update they release because obviously 7,000 new machines they're basically increasing their production 
by 296%, which is huge. Anyways, that wraps up things for today's Quantum Cast. I've been your host, Ryan Keir. Until next time.